Life like that. Yeah, you just gotta go. You're not even prepared for nothing. You. Slipping one day, I'm gonna be saying something wild, and you're gonna start the show, and I'm like, oh shit. But that's good. what the post editing is for. I mean, well, I take out all the, the incriminating gr- and crazy. Do you? Do you? Yeah, I do. All right. I mean, you've asked me to remove certain certain things, things yes, because I've, I've one or two times I've said something <clears throat> that was a little too much, and I was just like, yeah, I need you to take that out because um, I don't need people to hear me in that. Right. Type of like, right. you say that off mic, but I'm not going. Yes. Yeah. So then it goes to the off mic it criteria to, folder. It, it goes mm-hmm. into the 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 uh, the cutting room floor, so right. to speak. Right. Hello, good people. I'm sorry we got into our own conversation. Sorry. My name is 4KJ. This is. is the For the Stress Podcast. How are you, good folks, doing? I am joined always. By the good brother Frankie Metals, aka El Capitan, aka El Cap, aka Caps Lock, aka the Backwood Ninja, aka the Left, aka the Savior, aka the Getaway Giraffe, aka Texas Frankie, aka the Segway King. How are you, beloved? AKA, I live in the green. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. AKA Swamp Thing. If you if y'all missed last week's episode, go back to that one and uh, check that out. To figure out how Frankie got the new AKA, AKA Swamp Thing. How are you, beloved? I live in the green. That's <laughs> <laughs> thinking to it. Glad, I'm good. Yeah. Glad to hear it. Glad to hear it. Church announcements. Follow the show on everything Instagram for the stress underscore podcast. You can follow me on Twitter at twitter.com slash 4kj you can follow Frankie on IG at Frankie Metals you can follow a celestial goddess on IG for your holistic healing you can follow at drink flyers on IG for your herbal needs you can follow at so white games on IG for your hip so white games co on IG for your hip hop debate needs you can follow the dojo on IG at the dojo JC make sure you go to the website for the stress podcast.com powered by Stay Cozy Studios. Make sure y'all like, rate, review, subscribe. Tell a friend to tell a motherfucking friend and all that good shit like that there. Now, we're back. We're here. I'm gonna give a shout out um, to the weather because it doesn't know what the fuck it's doing. I just want to give a shout out to Mother Nature for being East Coast us. shit. Yeah, I just want to shout out to give us mm, words. I want to give a shout out to Mother Nature for being completely unstable. Mm. Um, I've wore a winter coat, a jacket, and a hoodie with, on separate days within 48 hours. So I don't know what's going on. I'm probably going to have a cold by the end of the week. So stay safe. Uh, also, shout out. Well, this past week, I went to, I attended a political forum with uh, two candidates who are running for, pardon me, 
who are running for Congress, the New Jersey District of 08, I believe, which covers Hudson County, East Nork, uh, I think parts of Bayonne. And um, shout out to a friend of the show, Ron Batista, dragged me out. And I got to meet the candidates. One candidate, his name was David Mkumpo. I don't want to butcher your last name, beloved. But uh, David Mkumpo and Annie. Hold on, let me get her name right. Annie Roseboro Ebenhard. They are two candidates running for Congress against the incumbent, who is uh, Robert Melendez Jr., the son of... Bob Melendez Sr. But um the event was cool, man. The event was cool. Shout out to everybody I met. Um met a few listeners of the show. That was cool. That's dope. I met um Can you hear me? <laughs> you a fucking dick. <laughs> but yeah, I met a I met a uh met some listeners of the show. That was dope. And it was good. Um, it was it was moderated by Hector Osingera, who's also been on the show. So shout out to Hector and uh, John Hemis. He is uh, most notably known for being a part of Hudson County View, which is probably the most notable media outlet in Hudson County outside of ours. Because. <laughs> Big shit popping away. You know, a little bit. But it was good to see everybody, man. It was good to see everybody. Um event was cool. They just it was like a town hall type of thing. The moderators asked both candidates some questions and they gave their answers about, you know, uh health care and marijuana legalization and um, affordable housing and things like that. And um, I liked it. I liked it. It's it's good for um, to see regular people, you know, throw their hat into the political world. Just uh, so I think they had no prior. I think both candidates had no prior experience before this. But it's dope to see people feel compelled to be like, you know what? I'm gonna go run. I'm gonna go try to change some shit. So that was cool. That was cool. I liked it. I like people uh, believing that that they that they can make a difference and want to make a uh, a difference. So that was really cool, man. That was really cool. I uh, apparently I need to come out more. That's what it was told to me. I need to pop out to events more. So we'll see what happens this summer. I don't want to get too crazy because. You know, COVID and all that, but I might come out. You might see me at your local shindig here and there. Mm. But it was cool, though. It was really, really cool. Shout out to the candidates. Um, You'll be online with a plate. Yeah, yeah. You might see him online with a plate. Maybe, maybe. Waiting for his turn, letting people cut in front of him because he's a nice guy. Nah, don't cut me. Don't do that. <laughs> You know how disrespectful it is to cut somebody? No, I'm saying letting people. Like, you know, you let the old lady go. No, you go I mean, ahead. well, go yeah, ahead. like... You go ahead, man. Stuff like that. I don't know what I want, yeah. Yeah, stuff like that. I might, um... 
you know it's weird like I still give up my seat to like elderly people there you go. and they um they're always surprised I guess yeah, because they get treated like shit by I, everybody I, I, else. I didn't realize that. Can you hear me? Because <laughs> they treat them like if your old, your old people are fed up with oh. young people. Your old people are fed up with they young people. They're becoming reckless. They don't give a fuck. I saw a lady leave her entire cart filled with shit online. Just dipped. Just fuck this. Left the whole thing right there. Mm-hmm. Somebody else move it. Fuck these people online. <laughs> I decided I had a change of heart. Mad shit. She just left it there. Yeah, I don't I don't know why that's like so um I guess not common anymore. That's weird to me. I guess um I kinda grew up like that though. Like I had all the older people in my family was like, no, you you're out in public you either give your seat up to older people or you know you let women walk in front of you and stuff like that and it's just like that's it's not a thing anymore so shout out to the older people man y'all the um lifeblood of our community so shout out to them but yeah man i was uh i was out out at the event shout out again shout out to ron batista aka og ron he um does a super good dude, man. Ron is such a good dude. So make sure y'all support him, support all the candidates if you choose to. I'm not here to pardon me, tell you who to vote for or anything like that, but it was good. It was good. I'm um I will say though, y'all keep inviting me out to these political events. I'm start charging y'all to be a political consultant because I can't keep just asking for my opinion about people for free, all right? Mm. So, you know. Can't pay too much money for good intelligence. Yeah, like, so if y'all want me. Do you hear me? <laughs> From here on out, I'm be mad clear. <laughs> Frankie's it's do- all love. Frankie's doing that because I gave him shit about not talking to the microphone, so now he's, he's extra close to the microphone. No, it's my fault. You know, sometimes I'll be talking, I don't realize that, you know, People ain't getting the message. Yeah, man, you can't, you know, because you say some uh, insightful things Thank sometimes. You, so you got to make sure the people hear you loud and clear, man. I appreciate it. <laughs> oh, man. You hear me? But nah, I think. Um, Shout out to Ron. Yeah, shout out to Ron, man. Shout out to OG Ron. Shout out to Hector. Shout out to Hector. Um, shout out to everybody. Shout man. out to everybody. All our guests one more time. Yeah, all of our guests. Round of applause for y'all. Yeah, man. Um, and all of the politicians, if you're listening, y'all don't gotta be scared of me, man, or nervous around me. I'm not. I'm not gonna. You know. I'm not here to hurt, hurt anybody. I know I stir up shit once in a while, but you know, my intentions are good. I say the things that I say because I, I want to challenge everyone to be better. Just like I, I would like people to challenge me to be better. So I think if I that s- people just think you're going to come at them like Kevin Hart and 40-year-old virgin. <laughs> that you're just going to just, <laughs> you know? Nah, it's, it's, you know, the thing I hear the most is, you know, I guess, you know, my delivery is uh, aggressive. But, you know, that's how we talk. 
and I have to uh, for those of you, for those of you who are not familiar with this type of tone, this is a very regular Dagala Jersey City tone. <clears throat> we speak aggressively, believe me. I, I could say much worse, but I'll be chilling. This is this is I'm on the I'm at like a two on a scale of five, okay? Because you it's black people allowed. Spanish people too. I'm saying black people. We all black. We right. all. Yo, if you got soul in you, you're loud. Fam, speaking of which, right? So <laughs> the other day, I went to, I went to the bodega, right? And there's a Spanish family out there, and a kid, I guess he was like acting up in the store, and the mm. mother was like talking to him in Spanish. I guess she was trying to reprimand him, mm. and I think she said something like, "Come on, let's go." And he just dropped everything. He said, no ghetto. <laughs> and I was like, and she was like, no, no, no. Come on, come on. He's like, no ghetto. <laughs> like, he just kept, yo, the little boy had to be like four. Oh, man. That's but the funny. way he was screaming, it had me screaming because he was so serious. Like, right, I don't, that I don't know exactly funny. what she was saying to him, but I could just surmise that it was just like, come on, we need to go. Right. And he was just like, no ghetto, no ghetto. No, yeah. that's all he kept saying. No quiero. She was like, she would say something to him in Spanish. Right. And his only response right, right. was no quiero. <laughs> that's fucking funny. <laughs> you know, because some kids, especially, you know, kids that are raised with two Spanish-speaking parents mm -hmm. are going to become like adults in their manner of speaking. So they're going to pick up their own personality. And mm -hmm. that one, he just, he just decided to put his foot down. No, he was like, he was not having it. Not having it. He was not having it. Like whatever he wanted from that store, his mother wasn't trying to give him, and he was just wasn't beat. He was just like no ghetto. Nah. So I've been saying no ghetto. <laughs> no ghetto. I've been saying no ghetto all week. That should be a slogan when you run for mayor. Here when people go. say, "Here you go with this shit." It's an injustice. No ghetto. <laughs> say it with me now. We all know how to say it. No ghetto. No ghetto. Nah, nah, shout out to shout out to um Ron and uh, Hector. Bike lanes. No, no quiero. No quiero. <laughs> High rent. No quiero. <laughs> All the kids say it with me. No quiero. That's that, right. That, that might be my campaign slogan. No quiero. But yeah, but uh, Hector and Ron was trying to think. Listen, man, y'all got to stop this shit. I'm not running. I'm not running, okay? Trust me, it would be better for me to stay where I am rather me be in public office. Because if I'm in public office, then you know Frankie's my my treasurer, and that's not gonna be good for y'all. So like, I'm very generous. I don't know what you're talking about. No, no, Everybody no, no. Might slip up and get some money. I mean, I'm the treasurer. Yeah. You trying to build a? You trying to what? Get a storefront? No quiero. <laughs> you no quiero bullshit. That's what yeah, I don't. No quiero bullshit. No quiero bullshit. But yeah, but again, I appreciate um, everyone. Believing that I could run, I appreciate all that, but it's not happening, bro. <laughs> Even not. Kano was like, "Fuck this mm. shit." Yeah, Kano just rumbled. No Kano bullshit. Yeah. Kano, yo, Kano definitely just no Kano me. All right, all right, Kano, my bad. Maybe I'll look into it. But yeah, so shout out to everyone who came out to an event. It was really cool. Um, kids do say the darndest things. Though. Kids do this, that. That was like that was very very funny. Mm. That was very, very funny. When I was in Cuba in uh, 2010, 
I was in a very obscure part of the world. Hardly uh-huh. nobody has phones or internet service or nothing like that. So I was in uh, Hauko, which is basically like where my father grew up mm-hmm. and his brothers. It's like a jungle out there. Mm-hmm. So we pull up in the middle of nowhere in this jungle and we see these uh, like a middle-aged guy, an old guy, they're working on a car and I see like a five-year, six-year-old kid mm-hmm. with a straw hanging out of his mouth. He was chewing on it like an old man. He was in some overalls. That's definitely old man attire. And he's in some sandals and he got up. So immediately all the things that was wrong with the car. <laughs> He poked, he had a little cane, he poked the wheel. He said, you know, you're a little, you're running a little low there on air. <laughs> like, you should get that fixed. Like, how the fuck do you know all of this? You're Dad five. everything, exactly. You're and five. he talked just like an old man. You know, they, um, kids will say, kids will tell you the truth. That's why I love kids so much. Kids will tell you the truth. Like, my, my kids told me one time, like, I'm grumpy. <laughs> like, dad, you grumpies. And I'm just like, you know what? I'm gonna laugh a little. Maybe bit. you on to something. <laughs> you might be on to something. Like I, 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 could, I can be a little grumpy sometimes. So uh-huh. let me just laugh a little more, and you know, y'all can see me smile because I do have teeth. They just right. They just never see them. They just never see them. But you know, as a father, you gotta like. Depends on. You trying to don't take me as no joke. I'm not trying to end up Kevin Hart out here. Yeah, yeah. Like I'm not no fucking or Bernie Mac. Yeah, but you still gotta like show your kids like you know I'm human. For real. I could laugh. I could laugh. I could do certain stuff, but yeah, kids will definitely tell you the truth. I can find shit funny. Yeah, kids will. I love kids for that. I find you funny. <laughs> I'll tell the little kid you funny. Oh no, no, kids, kids are, kids can be legitimately hilarious. So, shout out to them. But yeah, so my kids told me I was grumpy. So you know, I've gotten better. That God was bless. You know, sometimes the kids. You you gotta be the adult so they can be the best kid. Yeah. You know you want to just let them be, let them be free. Yeah, I like I like my kids just to be kids. But you know everything is so fast and they learn everything off of fucking YouTube and TikTok and it's like they ask you shit that you never heard of. So I'm just like, just be a kid, please. You don't have to learn. The world is fucked up. You don't need to learn about the world right now. I give you like five more years and then I'll introduce you to the world. Uh-huh. But for now, just be a kid, man. Watch cartoons, eat snacks. Just regular shit. You ain't gotta do too much. The shit is fucked up, man. Shit is fucked up. Um. All right, I guess we could get into some regular daggler news. Things have been, I guess, wild. On a national scale, but on a global, uh, on a local level, shout out to Jersey City. Jersey City did something very dope this week. Um, you know, we give the mayor and city council a lot of shit on this here program, rightfully so. But you know, we also like to give credit where it's due. So this past week, city council approved a resolution to incorporate more mental health professionals and 911 calls instead of the police so now i don't i don't know when this is supposed to start but i guess can't even like that but whatever uh so i don't know when it's supposed to start 
but for non-dangerous incidents not related to criminal acts a mental health professional will be called instead of the police and i think that's very dope because if you're having a bad day or if someone's having a bad day and like you know they need someone to talk to they just they might just be having a mental breakdown publicly they need someone to just calm them down like the police don't need to be called for that and i think in these conversations that we have about police about you know how they handle things guns first i think this is a good step to um rectifying that old school cops from back in the day were all supposed to be trained on some level to be able to handle not like full-scale negotiation or anything like that but they're trained to use their gun as good as they're trained to use their diplomatic and you know what's going on i see it a lot of times cops use their brain to figure it out these are usually police officers that are from here usually and they know how to talk and what to say Mm -hmm. so that the gun need not even be drawn but now it's really more of a because of the stain that jersey city has had between cops killing citizens and citizens killing cops we live in a city that it's like that so it's very hard to get over that if you are a cop first because they see that as an immediate you know yeah that's that's the very i'm glad you said that because that's a very harsh reality people don't like to admit about jersey city like we smoke cops out here like that's it's and it's i'm sorry to say it that way but it's a you know it's a it was a it is a war it was a it was a really bad war there was a there was a period where cops were getting shot trying to intervene in certain street affairs and And RIP to you know some of them that we knew yeah some of them some of them were really cool but I think um with with that history I think it's more important for cops to be more diplomatic to like talk like hey what's going on and so they're gonna send in the guy that's that first yeah hey, was, let me so, figure out what's going on so the, so instead of like you know like if you're arguing with your significant other and it's getting out of hand and the cops call they'll send a mental health professional instead of just a regular police officer unless there was some like domestic already reporting yeah you know it's already reported that there's violence happening right if there's violence happening then they might send a mental health professional and a um police officer first first (laughs) right because you ain't gonna be in there like hey what's going on bang bang right that's then that's something that's but we they already know right already so i think i think that's uh, for me i feel like this is a really good move because you know mental health professionals caseworkers however you want to call them are you are trained to be more equipped in this way to to talk first instead of put your fucking hands up or i'm gonna shoot you right because i know for me like my last thought is to call the police for anything i don't care if i really fucking need them i don't want to call the police because they might look at me like I'm a fucking suspect. So, and that's a very real fear that a lot of people have in our community where it's like, I don't want to call the police because there is a very high chance that they're going to arrest me thinking that I'm doing something wrong when I'm the one who is in need of assistance. 
So for Jersey City to recognize that or for the city council to recognize that and be like, no, we're going to send mental health professionals instead of the police. I, that That's a very good step in the right direction. So shout out to Jersey City for that. Y'all did something really good. I think in these in this quest to, I guess, repair community relations between um, the community and the police, I think you do need. I think this is a, a step in the right direction. Um, I still disagree with cops being on every single corner on the hill, but you know. Well, that's more of a you're paying them overtime to do what exactly? Uh, What's productive that occurs with them being there all night? Yeah, and I just feel like there's different ways that you can go about reducing spending that money. Spending that money because they get no matter what happens, the cops are always going to be funded. Like they're always going to get their money. So I think we need to be more aware of how, law especially when we need things. As absolutely, so you're spending money on observing us mm-hmm. that we could be using to help us. Yeah, because just take the money you to pay them and give it back. You might get less crime because you know you got music programs and other programs for kids to do more stuff. I, I think that's in five me. years you'll see a difference. You won't need cops. I, I I think that's what's. I think that's another component that's really missing. That instead of giving cops more money to protect themselves, like invest in these programs invest in music programs art programs computer tech programs yeah. shit that the kids need shit that the kids yeah. are things that the kids are interested in even if they of, don't follow in it all the way and become those things their brains will still develop to be able to be good citizens and be able to be even good police officers if they choose to be you know because if they see that in a span of time that traumatic view of how things used to be between police and citizens that they might be more incentive for them to be police officers because it's not really a threatening job anymore there's no animosity they might actually see it as a good way to earn a living for their family and they're from here so that's healing no it is i absolutely agree with that because i feel like with if you take that step into making you know the police less threatening because our perspective our perspective of the police are fuck them that's our perspective because they don't necessarily it was like fuck us because it was fuck us it was fuck us for a long time so our view like i don't remember i can't remember a good interaction i've had with any police officer like I'm 34. I can't remember any any good altercation that I've had. Get any good interaction rather with a police officer. No, I'm lying. There was one cop. Um, back when I was in elementary school, shout out to PS12. And you remember when like I don't know if they ever did this in your elementary what elementary school you went to. PS16. Okay. We had beef with y'all back in the day. That's funny. We, we 12 school def- We had beef with. Look how wild your city is. Remember public school beef? Yes. Public school beef was a real thing. Absolutely. I had somebody come check me. Fam, we used to beef with 17. Because 17 was over there on Bergen. And 12 schools on Astor Place in Monticello. No, Astor Place in Crescent. And we used to beef with 17. We used to beef with like 
41. Look at look at how we grew up, bro. We beat fucking public school beef. Fucking kids beefing with we each other. We were in the tail end of the nineties. Public school beef. That was a wild shit. Nineties was crazy. Most of y'all don't know nothing about that. No. It was so real that some of us didn't make it to be able to tell you how it was. <clears throat> I'm here to say <clears throat> that if you if you were in an era where you had public school beef and you survived, shout out to you. Because that was a wild time. And this wasn't no Hey Arnold type of beef. This is some like. It was like warriors. It was like 16 kids. If not more. If not more. If 16 I'm being was generous. The, 16 was like the minimum. 16 or half the school will show up over one beef. One beef. And you either gonna have to step outside and handle that. Mm-hmm. Or be prepared to shack up in the school bathroom for the next couple of days. Or for the night. Fam, it was so real. Like, there were, I can remember moments where it's like, nah, we going up the block. And we like 20 deep. Because we going to beef mm-hmm. with 17 school. Mm-hmm. Over whatever. Over just nothing. Doesn't matter. Fucking Pokemon cards. He took or my milk. He took something. <laughs> or he, or he. He crossed me up when we was playing basketball. Like it, it was, it was a wild time to be um, in public school because, fam, why are we beefing? What are we doing? We supposed to be enjoying our childhood and worried Dude, about trying to take my life. Yeah, you, you trying, <laughs> you trying to harm me. <laughs> trying we're, to make a name for yourself. Yeah, we're fucking twelve, and you want to bash a bottle over my head like what but yeah uh i don't know how we got on public school beef but um you were just talking about how our lives were being young that's all (laughs) yeah you're right you're right you're right but even with that like um i don't know if when you was in elementary school y'all would have those days when the cops would come to your school and talk to you about the dangers of like guns and drugs and shit like that Oh, we had quite a few characters. We had a few characters. We had one of them that's like a, hey, this is an ex-crackhead. I'm so serious. I'm so serious. Hey, pass the gun around. It's unloaded. This is what a gun looked like, kids. I've, I've had that too. Hold it. I've had you feel that, that? Too. When this explodes, the blowback splatter the blame the brains all over the wall. Sam, yo, yo, I had. You so, want to ride in the police car? Yo, and that shit as a child is fucking traumatizing. I do not want to ride in a police car. Remember Tyrone Biggums? I do. We remember. had a Tyrone Biggums. Yeah. We had a few Tyrone Biggums. Yeah. So, yeah. I, some I, of them went through some shit. I do remember cops coming and be like, yeah, man, this is what a 9 millimeter looks like. And right. I'm just like, fam, I am 13. Why are you right. showing me this? You remember the cop who shot himself in front of the classroom saying while saying he had to be careful? You never seen it. It was a, it was a big ass cop in front of a classroom, and he took the gun. He cocked the shit back. He said, "You got to be careful with it." And when he goes to put it away, he shoots himself in the leg. Of course he does. And then he says, "I'm all right. I'm all right. <laughs> I'm all right." And proceeded to limp his <laughs> way to the door. And that shit is traumatizing to children. So, like, we need to do better. We definitely need to do better. 
So if we can get more health, mental health professionals to talk to these kids instead of people with guns, I think that might help um, significantly because you might be sending the wrong message if you go show a gun to a bunch of kids. Hey guys, you want to see what a hollow point looks like? I don't, sir. I'm just here to color. <laughs> I just want to. I I mean, I did want to color red, but yeah, I not, don't really want to. I don't want to. I don't want it to be my damn blood. But yeah, I um, I'm saying all this to say, mental health professionals are a good move. Um, we do need more mental health professionals instead of police who think they're fucking vigilantes. So I I think on a national scale hopefully this will catch on because unfortunately there are still cops shooting people like I saw a video of some cop in um fuck I forgot the state but some cop arrested some kid because a kid stole a bag of chips arrested a kid for that? yeah he arrested a kid then the kid was like 8 or something like that see there's a real opportunity to talk here and you know teach a lesson but now you're gonna lock the kid up all right, hold on. Frankie just sent me this video of this cop shooting himself. Let me see what's going on. <laughs> what the what the fuck is this? Hold on. Are you alright? And he's lepping off. But he shot himself in the thigh. Not him trying to flip it like he he was like that was part of the act. No, you dumb motherfucker, you shot yourself. Go get help. Go get help. You teaching them the wrong things. You telling them that when they when they get shot, they gotta ha- explain themselves. <laughs> Horrible. Wrong guy for the job. They just say, hey man, you want to make a few extra bucks real quick? What you doing tomorrow after uh, during lunch? Wait. How about instead of lunch, you go shoot yourself in front of a bunch of kids? <laughs> He tried to play it off. Like, everyone, y'all saw that, right? I made a mistake. Y'all saw that, right? Like, <laughs> he no saw that shit. one down. Yeah, no shit, Sherlock. The fuck you mean? After he said, I'm the most professional person <laughs> in this room to handle a gun. Man, that little kid in the front row would probably take that shit apart fast as hell. Like, yo, what? I'm the most professional person. I'm the only one in this room who knows how to handle a gun. Obviously not. Because if you knew, you would know there's still one in the chamber. You need to go back to class. You or do, do math. 
You, you should have been better at math. You should have been better at math. Right. Because no quiero. No quiero. <laughs> no, no lo quiero. No quiero. Whatever you want. That would, you know what? Shout out to him. Because he probably um, actively deterred all of those kids from wanting to be around guns. Mm-hmm. He scarred them for life. Because mm-hmm. whenever, they're, whenever they're around a gun now, they're going to think about this idiot. Like, yo, you want to go? Yo, I got a gun. You want to go slide on some ops? Nah, man. I remember <laughs> when I was in seventh grade and this DEA agent shot himself in front of me. It was blood everywhere. Huh. And I don't want to be around guns anymore. He ruined a perfectly good Pokemon card. Holographic. <laughs> have blood all over it. Blood and kneecap. Bone marrow all over the shit. Why you shoot yourself in front of a bunch of kids? You didn't even have to pull a gun out. But again, this is, you know... It's I, like the cops from cops. All right. They, they so this from cops. This so this they be on cops. This this brought me to a, a interesting question. What would your what would your uh, safety class be if you had to talk to a bunch of kids? What do you mean? Like you know how kids and the cops go to talk to kids about safety or whatever shit like that. Safety in what sense? Like I like gun safety or street safety or anything like that. Well, I don't know. That's a little. It's a little broad. There's like a couple of different like okay. courses I okay. know that they would get. They would get Okay, all right. Let me let me let me specify that. You got the drugs. Okay, so if There's you could talk cop. if you can talk to kids, right? If someone said, Yo, Frankie Meadows, I want you to come talk to the kids about the safety of something, what would you pick? Um drugs. Okay, what about drugs? I would tell them not to take it. Okay. But if they were currently already <laughs> in possession of it, okay, I would be the responsible person to let them know that they shouldn't let anybody fucking nickel and dime them out here. So you would you would teach them the safety of proper drug buying of proper uh, drug. Uh, getting it out, out of your person. You know, you don't need it anymore. You listen, you got it now. Uh-huh. This is how you get rid of it. Okay. You know, talk to talk to Jose. <laughs> Let him know I sent you. He'll take care of you. Okay. So Frankie had a class. He's talking about the safeties of getting drugs off your person. Right. Get, get rid of them. How to get rid of drugs how to get safely. Rid of them safely. How to get you Okay. I think I would talk to the kids. I don't want to scare them. Because then I scare them into not doing it. They're going to do it. Or they do it. They don't know. Like, what was the purpose of me talking to you if I didn't walk you through what it's like having it? You understand mm-hmm. what I'm saying? If I try to if I try to scare you to never touch a gun, well, what happens when your baby brother has it? Right. You don't even know how to handle it. I never taught you. Right. But we'd spend all this tax money and... To cut your lunch early so that I could come in and tell you the dangers, but I didn't educate you about it at all. Okay. I didn't educate you. So, you know, same thing with the the drugs or the gun. Hey, look, this is a gun. I'm going to take it apart. It's not loaded. Not First gonna, of all, in this class, this gun is not loaded. You're not going to shoot There's yourself. no need. Are you going to say something I don't like? <laughs> Russian roulette the shit? <laughs> You know, not anymore because it's all pistols. Yeah, That's well, what they bring in. Mm-hmm. But me, nah, fuck that. I'm gonna bring in the revolver essay. I'm gonna be like, yo, this is what a gun used to be. I'm gonna bring in a snub nose, and I'm gonna say this holds five, unloaded. 
You ever seen a Russian roulette? Yeah. That might traumatize kids, though. But it's safe, and they're going to hold it and be like, this is what a gun is, and I know how to take the bullets out if I need to. Okay. A kid could do that. Easy. Just teach them, but don't scare them because you ain't teach them nothing. All you did was put fear in them, not knowledge. I think... Put knowledge, not fear. I think I would... Um teach the kids how to spot a uh, reputable drug dealer uh. I would teach the kids that you know if you decide because you know life is stressful and you're gonna get to you're gonna get older and you're gonna you so might... you're trying to you're trying to teach them how to get it on their person I'm no I'm I'm, <laughs> I'm teaching them don't twist don't do that because now I sound crazy now I sound crazy I'm t I want to teach them that if they decide to go down that road uh-huh this is how you properly purchase. Right. You know, if it got seeds and sticks in it, don't get it. seeds and sticks in it. Don't They're saying. trying to jip I, you. I would give them life it lessons. It might be oregano. I would give them life lessons. Like, yo, don't let anybody roll your blunts. Listen, get a bag of oregano from your mom's kitchen or, area. Or basil. Basil works too. Basil. And then put them separately in Ziploc bags. Fill them up. You bring them to the drug dealer. He gives you the weed. You compare it. Mm -hmm. If it looks just like it, yeah. you're getting gypped. You're getting gypped. You're going to punch him well, right in the nuts. Well, don't punch him in the nuts because then he might hit you with a snub nose. Oh, so wait, which you'll know how to disarm because you went to Frankie's <laughs> master class. And you'll be like, give me that. <laughs> Real fucking fast, too. He won't even see it coming. So look, this, so it's, it's a two-part series. Um, So yeah, let, let me and Frankie in your schools, man. We're going to get, get the kids right. Like I would teach the kids how to um, eyeball an ounce. Let me stop. I'm bullshit. Don't listen to me. I'm just talking shit. Don't listen to me. Don't listen to me. I will not teach kids how to eyeball an ounce. Unless that's what they want to do. But that's a completely different conversation. But no. the point is to educate. You know? Yeah, Let that's all. Know. That's all. I think um, the larger point is um, the kids need more uh, practical lessons when it comes to school. So it's like when when these cops and whatever come to school, they need to be teaching, teaching them stuff that they can use in their everyday life. Because I remember when cops came to my school, all they taught us was how not to resist. Like, this is what you do when a cop walks up to you. You just put your hands up, you don't move. So they're just teaching you how to cooperate. They're just teaching you how to cooperate. How to, so yeah, listen, make sure you do a whole lot of nothing when right. they come. And that doesn't work because then there's still a possibility of you getting shot, or you or them slamming you on your head because you move too fast, or you die in a cell, or you die in mysteriously. A cell. There's too many reasons. There's too many reasons. You could just teach them what to say. How about that? You know, just teach them what to say. I I want to remain silent. <laughs> I want to plead the fifth, right. and I want my lawyer. Yeah, like I I feel like there there could be programs where cops actually teach kids their rights. When they're talking to a police officer? Yeah, you know, it's not really okay for a cop to willy-nilly slap the cuffs on you. Right. Unless there's a, they're actively looking for you like yeah. you're a fugitive, then in that case, you should have thought it through. Yeah, yeah. Maybe you should have left town. Yeah. <laughs> you know, yeah. stick around. They're, they're, yeah, so I think there should be more practical things that cops are teaching the kids because, you know, they always want to be, that's, that's my problem. Like, instead of police talking to children, about practical things to me it always feels like they're teaching us how to be how to prepare to be inmates mm. 
because you know that school to prison pipeline is a real thing mm-hmm. so like a lot of times i feel like cops come talk to kids to prepare them to be inmates don't resist put your hands up you know you'll be processed and all that like why kids don't need to i don't i don't so you want me to make it easier than livestock to get me right so like i don't <laughs> yeah don't there's better ways bro we don't have to do this so yeah man so hire me and frankie we'll come talk to your kids about um not any of the stuff we just discussed because we just that was all you know entertainment just blowing smoke just blowing smoke we're not going to do that we, we actually of, have speaking of blowing smoke yeah we got another one you know we could teach kids how to um how many blunts you should we should teach college kids how many blunts you can smoke before you pass out now you see th- this is lesson one right there that was so first that's a trick question mm. you don't smoke that many blunts till you pass out you gotta rotate mm. don't use blunts all the time especially if you roll like a little baby mm-hmm. and you like to have thin ones you know you get a blunt and then switch to paper once in a while paper is better good. for you yeah raws get the raws but too many blunts it's not good you know or get a pipe use the pipe so you switch blunt pipe paper back is to blunt health is much healthier for your lungs for real Get a glass blunt. That's the healthiest way. I don't like the glass blunts. They look too much like a crack pipe to me. But it may, you know, it may not be for everybody. But try it out. You know, you got the, you got different types. Yeah, we could. You know what? We can scale our um, motivational speaks depending on what the audience is. Like, so like for college kids or like young adults, we could teach them about you know how yeah. to properly smoke your weed. Yeah, have the healthiest like way. Healthiest way to smoke right. your weed. And then the younger kids and we can give some etiquette. Yes, weed etiquette. etiquette. We're, we can teach weed etiquette classes for like older, like college kids and young adults. We right. can teach. If weed you're gonna smoke kids. in public, you gotta go on the cut block. Always be low, fam. I ain't no need to be all loud with it, fam. No, because now with legalization, I on my way here, I saw someone over at Harry's just out there chilling, smoking a blunt. So like nobody cares anymore. Uh, Harry's daughter. Mm-hmm. Harry's daughter is somewhat of a cut block. It is a cut block. Yeah, yeah okay. the main strip, I would say, is Pacific. Pacific would be the main strip. You walking down Pacific smoking a blunt is totally possible back in the it was totally era, possible. back in the day, because of how it wasn't booming like that. Like, it was a lot of streets where nothing would be going on, and then you see a group of people. So you might get it off, smoking some of it, yeah. holding it down. But, you know, when you just blowing loud, you look like a steam train. Just Yeah, that looks crazy. And then you got Susan with the kids. And the kids are like, yeah. Mommy, why does, this sound, why does this smell like a Christmas tree? You yeah, know? yeah, that sounds... It's too much. It's, it's not responsible. Much. And the kids just get the gas. Just... Yeah, that's, like, what that's, is that's that? one thing. With, you know, smoke responsibly. Smoke responsibly. Mommy, why does it smell like daddy? <laughs> smells like that dad. Is that daddy? <laughs> Nah, but yeah, you, you know, go to a cup block, enjoy it. We're, we're gonna teach some weed etiquette classes because weed is very popular. There are a lot of people who smoke, and shout out to all the parents who smoke weed and become better parents. Shout out to them. They'll tell you that they are better parents because of the weed. <laughs> no, nah, nah, for real. They get man. the break. You know, I need a, I need my break for me to do what I gotta do. I nah, need my I've, I've seen people, I've seen parents like, cause you know, I'll be watching TikTok sometimes. 
I see parents who like they'll smoke a blunt <laughs> and they'll take they'll take their kids out to the park and they have like the a best great time. old time have a yeah. great time because like you're relaxed you're right, happy right. You is that kind of blunt yeah, yeah absolutely. Kind of you're, blunt. you're you're relaxed because you got a lot of weight on you when you're the, you got a lot of weight there's a lot of weight on the yeah, parents yeah they're responsible for it all but shit what do you work for then if you're just gonna be stressing even while your kids are being you know playful be playful with them and sometimes that weed get the fuck it in your system and you yeah. just say you know what yeah I've, I've fuck se- them all i've seen that from like a lot of um parents who smoke they'd be like yeah it makes me so so much calmer and i want to have more fun and you think of more creative shit to do with your kids instead of just like yeah take this tablet you're more in the me. moment you're more yeah, in the moment absolutely because yeah. uh, you get the the stress is off your head really it's a for the stress type of thing you know yes you smoke the, you smoke it and like i said the mexicans brought it in back when they were just regular hard-working people who mm-hmm. slave all day and wanted to relax mm-hmm. you know right before bed because sometimes sleeping is hard for people so that's one re- one benefit then you got people who are sick from things that's another benefit then you got people who got ptsd that's another benefit yeah. there's a lot of benefits Speaking now that we're on this marijuana conversation, I sent you a picture about the uh, current legal faces of the marijuana industry in New Jersey because we spoke about legalization last week. It's funny. And those are faces. These are all of the titans of the marijuana industry in New Jersey. And for those who can't see it, so this picture I sent Frankie. It shows six white men, six white men who own, who essentially own the entire marijuana market in New Jersey. Mm. They are very white men, all with very white names. Not for Um, nothing, but why a Boris Jordan look just like Jack Nicholson? He does look like Jack Nicholson. (laughs) He looks just like Jack Nicholson. Like it's you know you got Ryan and George and Peter and fucking what's this yeah. guy named Michael and so these are all white men who own cannabis companies in right. New Jersey. So for those of you, it's like a Cartoon Network over here. Yeah, it just it looks fucking goofy. For those of you who um didn't believe that the cannabis industry in New Jersey was owned by a bunch of white men. Huh. That's that's where we're at. So yeah, support your local. Again, botanist. Mm, I like that. That was smooth. Support your local botanist. All right. Speaking of white men owning shit, Elon Musk brought Twitter. Oh yeah, he took that. Elon Musk, um, a notable billionaire. Fucking weirdo, if you ask me. Um, brought Twitter this week, this past week, for $44 billion, would it be? Brought the company, um, and he's been tweeting like a madman ever since he brought it. Oh, he's like, he's like, he's, he's, he's surfing a wave right now. I bought the spot and fucking, fam. I'm in here with the megaphone, what's up? It's, it's, that's an unfathomable amount of money. Yeah, it is. $44 billion? Any idea why he did it? There are a lot of theories. Um, he, 
he keeps repeating publicly that you know I can make Twitter better. I can unlock the, the potential of Twitter. Why you think that is? What do you think the purpose of Elon Musk, with his success already in other ventures, mm-hmm. decided to stop what he was doing to buy Twitter? What's so important about that? I think he's. I th- honestly, I don't know. I have, but we're gonna fucking speculate because why not? I, I do a little more than speculate. Let's hear it. Let me let me let you go. Let me hear what you guys say. Twitter, mm-hmm. like IG, mm-hmm. and all the social media, mm-hmm. you know, Facebook, whatever. They all have the same format. Let's just say a processor. That when shit get brought up that ain't supposed to be brought up, mm-hmm. it's analyzed by a group of minds, mm-hmm. and then shadow casted shadow gets by no well, sometimes they just i say shadow because no one knows no they shadow these people are yeah they'll shadow ban you yeah. right but the shadow term is what i'm saying it's done behind the scenes yeah, yeah, yeah. there's no real motive or reason of why mm-hmm. he just says something that goes against what big brother's trying to do mm. so so elon musk like being batman or robin hood that's mm-hmm. always his role hey you bet bet you guys didn't know this but I already got a solution. Buy it from me, and we all win together. He's trying to enlighten uh, the world. Not for nothing, Elon Musk is a cancer Virgo. Like, he's the same alignment as me. Okay. So I kind of see where he's coming from a lot of the times. And he's not a scientific guy, but he's a marketer guy. And he has a bunch of science buddies. Mm-hmm. And what he does, he link up with them. Right. They don't know how to talk. They don't. They just have brilliant ideas that they don't know how to infrastructure and make it part of our infrastructure they don't mm-hmm. see the value he see the value you work it out he help him collaborate goes on tv talks mad shit yep. about what he does and what he's trying to do knows how to sell it genuinely i'm a good salesman so this is why i say mm-hmm. he knew he pitch it right mm-hmm. and he says well i see that in a couple of years it's going to be like this so i kind of figured out a solution to that and if you buy in now I'll be the first one doing it. Mm-hmm. He bought Twitter because he's trying to get people to have a real discussion about what's going on in the world right now. And you can't do that if you keep getting shadow banned and shadow whatever managed. Mm-hmm. You can't say something about this because of this. You can't say something about that because of that. And now this person's becoming a terrorist online. We got to just X him out the picture. Well, he did actually bring that up. He was saying that his one of his goals is to make twitter the premier social media site for like free speech right without any without any banning or uh i, f- I want to use a better term because i'm not used to doing this to people but mm-hmm. this is what's done to us it's just government like governing mm-hmm. they just trying to govern everything we say there is no free speech because it's irresponsible if you don't know but mm-hmm. that means you're trying to like create outlaws out here like you're trying to make people outlaws for being human beings that like you can't be like how you are in the street online there's like an etiquette now you better talk right act right have a suit on you get out of line we'll x you out but you know what i hear you i hear you so elon musk is trying to get the streets back he's trying to be like yo let's talk that shit that you talk on your block now right now we got this opportunity right now what you gotta say i'm not gonna punish anybody i own it you know that's what he was I believe that's what he was trying to say, uh. but 
you know, when I read his tweets about, oh, I'm going to bring free speech to Twitter, it made me realize he doesn't necessarily understand what free he's speech means. He's too new. Yeah, he don't, he's too new to the... He bought the restaurant that you love, but he don't really go there. He don't know what he's doing. That's, <laughs> yeah. that's simply put, he doesn't know what he's doing. And I feel like with this whole free speech thing, what I've noticed about free speech is that people only get upset about free speech when you can't slander another community. That's when people really get upset about free speech. Mm. Like you see people, like people online be like, they'll say something wildly derogatory about another community and then they'll get like disciplined for it and be like, what about free speech? I, I'm supposed to be able to say whatever I want. So you think it, it could go crazy? I think Not it, like how he would want, it would just be a whole bunch of arguing. I think it would be a bunch of arguing. I think it would be, if he, if he implements this, you know free speech anybody can say whatever you want yeah it's gonna go back to like how twitter used to be where you can get slandered or called the n-word or called like a spick or called something derogatory from anyone without any type of what's wrong with that what you mean what's wrong with that what's wrong with that i can see you for who you are what's wrong with that be who you are I dare you to, I see you in the street and know that you were saying that I know not to say what's up to you or I know not to fuck with you let it be what it is you know because the reputation gotta move across like all the way like who you are online and who you are in real life you know it's not the same you creating a facade but so you, if you but, allow people to just expose themselves even if it's hateful then fuck it let it be and just limit it from there I'm, I'm cutting these people off because you probably don't know how many people you don't fuck with that follow you for real they only fuck with you because you said one thing they liked and they like there, but they're like mm. toxic at the end of the day. But And I understand that, but I think um, in this world, like in this current climate, you don't want to go online and see a bunch of people calling you something derogatory all day. Like I, I'm just on social media to just say something funny once in a while, maybe repost some cool shit and go about my day. Like, I don't want to get into a debate with someone and they're just calling me the N-word because they don't you have You think, me. I mean, if you think it would be like that, like where you'd have to constantly block people all the time and it's becoming a managerial part of your running your account. Like, I'm seeing so much racist shit, I can't wake up to not... You know, I don't know. I, don't I think, know. I, I think, I think with... Um, so with Elon buying Twitter, I feel like it's a few things. I feel like the free speech thing is a, is a slippery soap. But I also feel like I, I don't agree with him being a billionaire, being able to just buy whenever the fuck he wants. And also free speech in, in the sense of not to cut, you know, change. No, no, no. This course, good. No, 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 we good. That's a, all right, there's racists out there. Yeah. You know, all right. Don't fuck with them. You know, you there's people who are going to start saying things that should be said because it hasn't been said because they get cut off all like how people feel about covid like people ain't gonna get over covid until they can start talking about covid together on a real way like there's a lot of misinformation and there's a lot of but and that's the, i feel and changes. i changes i'm with you but i feel like in this conversation we could stay here i like this free speech conversation i think with the free speech conversation there is a responsibility that you should have if you run one of these sites like I do feel like you should be able to say whatever you want. But if you're just going to get on here and lie and spew hatred, that's something different. And I think that's the balance of 
free speech, I'm using air quotes, where you should be able to say whatever you want, even if you disagree with something that's popular, but you should also know that there are consequences for saying hateful shit. Right, like me running into you. You know what I'm saying? But but then you have to remember everyone is not gonna do that. Everyone's not gonna run into you. Like us, we're we're So you're saying it's better to have limitations. It's better to, as far as social media is concerned, I do feel like it's better to have certain limitations because everyone isn't equipped equipped to defend themselves in that way. Cause you have to you have to take those people into account who are not gonna be like, Oh, you called me this mm-hmm. i'm gonna see you maybe i think it could be like a draft of like a revision to the limitations i don't think that it should just be hey no holes bar and let's have fun and see what people say type of situation just like have some of the same limits but then take the political ones off the table okay you know like have limits around it and say hey what you said was ignorant and hateful and you're gonna be banned now for it yeah, I feel like there should I, on that level. I feel yeah. like it should. I don't think. I think with you social, can't go around saying you want to kill people. Yeah, that's like that's a hard stop. Like no, yeah, wow, yeah. Like, there's got to be limits to it. But yeah, I, I do agree. Anything else goes. After that, anything else goes. But, Sex, fucking, uh, uh, yeah, racial things. Why not? But as long as it's building, if you said something hateful, bye. That fall under the bracket. But I think that it's important that different states. And people from different places share information about how things are. I absolutely that's agree. That's the tool. And yeah, it could be, it's a double-edged sword. Yeah. It could go one way, but that's, fuck it. That's just life, man. That's just life. So like, you think you think we should just give people that room to like fuck up, so to speak? Absolutely. Okay. Absolutely. You see, I think it's time that we need to see how real things are, how things, what reality is. We need a dose of reality. Because all this hiding it ain't helping anybody. This I whole agree. pretending I agree. I don't with that. feel because you're doing it anyway. If you're not being blatant about it, you're being passive about it. But you're still doing it. And some people become very good at being passively racist. That's this is true. They could get further that way. Now, if they out in the open, you could debunk them and shut them down right there. They lose followers right there because we all know the truth. Mm-hmm. You want to feel that way? Cool. Now we identifying you. We know who's who. Because otherwise, they could just be following you, just another number. But you don't want their business. You don't want to do their, you don't want to do business. You know what? You want to know who you do business with, and know them close. Like that's the thing about the internet. You can have a million followers and not know not a one. Get none of them to show up to your show. That's a that's a fact. Or that's I can have five hundred followers and look like a clown, but I know those five hundred. I know every last one. I, know. I can hit them up on the phone and tell them to pull up. We throwing a party. The other fucking four hundred ninety nine are coming. That's listen. I hear you. I hear you, and I do agree with that. Um, I just. All right, I'm going to say it. Fuck it. We are in a very sensitive time. Fuck that. <laughs> Fuck that pussy shit. Fuck that. Now, look, hear me out. So when a dog is sensitive, hear me out. Hear there's me no out. way to cure him but to take him and throw him in the pit with the other dogs and let them roughhouse with him. He'll man up or woman up. One of the two. Hear me out because I hear you. But in this the current climate there is a uh, strong what's the word I'm looking for there's a strong uh, desire to like protect those sensitive people 
because you know everyone is very um proud of their identity even if you don't agree with whatever they identify as people are very proud of their identity it's something that creates a lot of disagreements it's, it's something that creates a lot of uh debates depending on whatever you identify as but this is nothing new it's not but in this space especially with online, so if it's nothing new why are they extra sensitive about the same thing that everybody else been dealing with that aren't taking it as seriously as they are so it's like there's a truth here that we need to come to terms with we can all get along we, but we all have to equally hold our emotions accountable because you can't be emotional during discussion and that's the sensitivity you're talking about. It is. It's basically, yo, you want to have a conversation because you're getting all loud and shit. I'm supposed to get scared. And no, no, you control your emotions. I'll control my emotions and we can get through anything. I mean, listen, I think you are. I, I hear you. You want people to be more mature in the space of like debating or even online interactions. And I'm with you. What good is all the segregation and separation really? There's was it ever good in Jersey City being one of the most densely populated states in America? No, I think I th all right. uh, cities. I mean to say, just yo, think about it. We had it all. But see, but you, you but you're why didn't we about, all kill each other? But you're talking about two different things, though, because you take you take a city like ours, which is densely diverse, and then you ex try to extrapolate that to the, in um, the world of the internet. The world of the internet Where you have the whole world Where you have the whole world and Jersey people... City is a, a small 140 characters version of that <laughs> That's what Jersey City is It's like hey we ain't All that big Like we're worldwide But we had the world In our pocket In our right, but backyard even, But even with that Like I tell people all the time Like Jersey City was, Is good for me Because it exposed me To so many different cultures From a young age Do we have hate out here Like that? Do we have? Absolutely. I'm talking about as far as cultures go. Do you see the Pakistanis beefing with the the Indians and the, the they Dominicans? Used to, they used to. Not, it not used so, to be like that, but that was so more on some immigrant street shit. Yeah, that was so That was like, shit, hey, yeah. that's the same thing as the fucking uh, blacks and Italians in New York, where it was like Jewish people, Italian, don't cross through here. Yeah. Over here. That's what that was. I run this block, you run that block, because there's nothing but hustlers out here, and you're invading our space. We making money here. Yeah, that's the that, only. That's some street shit, though. That's some street shit. I'm talking about oh, because we couldn't get along. Nah, we respect the culture. You got everybody eating uh, curry chicken out here. But that's the thing, though. Like we got to experience that in real life. You right. have you have kids online right. who are not exposed to any of these cultures at all. Right. And, and then... didn't we have the half uh, the uh, how many? How many times in the community have you seen a cross-dressing individual? I'm just going to say it like that, to safely, right? No, that's, Somebody that, that's you know, regular. That's regular, too. That's regular. We all got along. But there was no hate crime but that's or nothing the, like that. But that's the thing. We were exposed to something in real life. So aren't we the best teachers for Twitter? I mean, well, yeah. Because we live this shit. Now yeah. everybody's getting angry over shit that we're like, hey, listen, calm down. We'll get all of but, you. You're all right. Right, but you have to you have to account for those people though. You have to account for those people who don't have who haven't experience. had that experience. Right. And then this is our opportunity to learn and grow. What good is it that you get mad, hate me for the rest of your life, and you locked in the house, you don't learn a thing about me, I don't learn a thing about you, and we die not knowing another less thing that we could have known. Let's just know and be okay with shit because you're still happy being you. Mm -hmm. 
You can be you so I could be me. There should be no hate. And if somebody doesn't know something, then inf you could inform me. But don't act like I'm supposed to know because then you making me a victim. You victimizing me for not knowing the same way that you, I, you know, I supposedly victimize you or I whatever. I think that's, that's the dangerous side of free speech where it's in, in regards to social media is because the free speech now is is packaged like you're supposed to know everything you're supposed to know what offends everyone you're supposed to know all the proper names for everyone you're supposed to know everything in the world so that's that's the other side of free speech i think with free speech i do agree that there is we we need to allow a level of ignorance because like you said people don't know so if you allow someone to come online and say something potentially ignorant that is a teachable moment regardless of how it may come off you might be offended but that's to your point about the maturity that's pride you gotta let that go that's called emotion too yeah like to your point about that emotional maturity you have to you know be able to have those conversations because i've had those conversations remember when i was beefing with the jewish community yes and like i had i got into it too yeah you did i was yeah. out there fighting on twitter yeah. and i'm never on twitter what? yeah shout out to frankie for that frankie was was out there fighting with me when i was beefing with the jewish community for that little brief period but i made best friends with the ones i fought with no nah, like that's a little donnie brook no nah, you know? yeah i got i got cool because i i had a rabbi dm me uh-huh i him, was in there, i had my inbox hot too he was in there boom 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 exchanging geographical shit yeah and going getting into it but <laughs> even even that was a teachable moment and it's like when i said what i had to say about the Jewish community, because this was around the time that the shooting happened over on the hill when the uh, yeah when the, yeah, yeah, the, yeah. the kosher deli got mm -hmm, shot up. Mm -hmm. I said something, and um, some of the Jewish community didn't like what I had to say, mm -hmm. and I got into a debate with them about mm -hmm. whatever, whatever. But it was even though they disagreed with me, and a, 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 and a lot of them slandered me, and it was like he don't know what the fuck he talking about, and blah blah blah. You got the I, people who go and band together. Yeah, of course. But, I, but even in that, though, I had people DM me and was like, hey, I see that you're trying to understand certain things. Let's talk about it. So I think that is an example of, you know, free speech going to a place where it can be teachable. Because and did you and did you make friends? Absolutely. Did, and you learn some stuff? Absolutely. So you're better for it. Yeah. Yeah. Instead of just arguing. But you know what it is, too? People got their pride. And when most of the things go wrong in public over this, like, let's say, transgender community, for example, mm -hmm. because they're the ones that are, like, new. That's the hot button topic, right? Right. Now. And most relevant right, right now. They're constantly in the scene with this. So if something happens where it's an argument over a misunderstanding or, mm -hmm. like, the use of a term mm -hmm. or something like that, pride is always that it's big, it becomes its biggest monster the more eyes you have around you. That's what I learned. Right. So as soon as you start a tit for tat, a tit for tat could be personal or a tit for tat could be public. So if it's personal, it's like this person says something you ain't like, you respond back and that's it. We just know we don't like each other. That's a personal tit for tat. It could be you at a cash register, how the lady mm -hmm. treated you or whatever. Mm -hmm. Or you have a public tit for tat, you cut me online, you respond another way. Now it's like eyes are on us. Mm -hmm. We're going to either have to go all in mm -hmm. or see who's bluffing, right? That's and, true. And that's what it is. So, like, people will come off mad extra because the pride turned into a monster. And now Shut it's this ball. monster of, like, yo, you're subjecting me to a title that I don't appreciate. 
And it's like, well, hold up. I'm just responding how I see. I could easily tell a lady, oh, miss, congratulations. How far along on you? And she'd be like, fuck you, motherfucker. I ain't pregnant. I'm just fat. <laughs> she wouldn't say, she yeah. wouldn't admit, fuck you. All right. I can make that same mistake. It's an honest mistake. My eyes saw something, my mouth, you know, whatever. And I, and I think that, and I think with that is it's very easy to misunderstand something on social media because everyone is looking through whatever they're looking at online through their own lens. So if I say something that's harmless to me, someone else can read it with their own experiences, with their own demons, with their own baggage. And now they're upset because they interpreted it a different way than I meant it. And then now that you motherfucker, you da 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 you ain't shit, you offended me, you slander me, da da And it's like, yo fam, I didn't even mean it like that. This is what I meant. And what happens is, instead of it going to where two people have a disagreement and it devolves into, okay, I misunderstood this, we can move on from it. It just goes into, no, fuck you, fuck you. Well, I'm gonna block you, I'm gonna block you. And now, they're never talking to nobody learned shit and nobody has learned anything right you just become individually more racist or more sexist or more more whatever or more whatever because you can't get over it because you're not big enough to be big enough i i do think um in this conversation about free speech i do like ultimately i do feel like we do we need more spaces to, to where people are allowed to be ignorant up to a point because ignorance can be, you know, you can be informed if you have a level of ignorance. But if you, I don't agree with people just spewing hateful shit just to be hateful. Because there are those type of people too where they're just like, yo, I'm going to go online and say the most inflammatory shit I can think of just to get a rise out of people. Yeah. And you have to accommodate for those people too. Mm-hmm. And that's the, I think that's the tricky part about free speech because you have to accommodate or you have to prepare for every type of personality that you could possibly think of yes there are going to be some people who are emotionally intelligent and can have a disagreement in a mature way and be better for it and then there are other people who are like nah fuck that you offended me so it's fuck you anyone who looks like you for the rest of my life that's okay too you're on your way to your purpose you could you know you could be mad and that's okay you're not gonna please everybody you're just trying to be a upright citizen, productive, a good, you know, that's all you should be. That's what you should be. So I'm, I'm very interested to see how this goes, because anytime that I see like, especially like white men talk about, oh, I need free speech. It's because they want to call me a nigger. <laughs> well, you can stop right there. Yeah, that you can stop that because I'm not the one. You hear me? <laughs> waiting all night one more time yeah yeah so like i i'm i'm very interested to see what's what's going on but the other side of this um with elon buying twitter i think for me it sets a dangerous precedent because like we was talking about last week with the monopoly of all of these uh white-owned businesses buying up everything and not giving anyone any type of room to do anything there's a board game called Monopoly. Yeah. But I feel like with Elon buying Twitter, 
this might set the stage for other billionaires to be like, you know what, I'm gonna go buy some shit too because nobody's stopping me. And then we're then we end up in a space where it's like, you know, tenfold hat time, where it's like the corporations literally own everything, and there is no free speech. It's you gonna listen, you gonna say what the fuck we want you to say, because I brought this shit. Cause to me, for someone to drop 44 B's on an app is fucking scary. 44 billion will wipe out hunger, will wipe out student loan debt, will wipe out mad shit. But he would just decide, I'm just gonna drop this 44, 44 billion on this. And encourage app. free speech. Let's see what happens in the next year. At I, this point, that's really all we're at. Yeah, it that's just speculation. It's, well, yeah, we're all just speculating. It, it might like look like it, like it's a rough start. Yeah, it looks like it's a rough start, but but it's nobody still, nobody to be, knows to be in a, you know nobody knows. Like, so I'm very interested to see where this goes. Um, to be continued, it's the series. What's Elon Musk doing? Because <laughs> nah, real shit, one. real shit. Because <laughs> I really feel like he's going he's going to wake up one day and be like no quiero and then just sell twitter <laughs> sell twitter he's going to sell twitter for the lowest bidder we going to buy about that no nah, <laughs> we going to be out here no nah, we definitely taking a home back we definitely we got buying. all the ip addresses on you races we definitely buying you know where for you at $5 someone sees ready to sell it we going to buy it for $5 <laughs> but yeah i'm i'm interested and in see how this goes man um that was wild to me but shout out to him uh also a very interesting story have you heard what's been going on with johnny depp yeah somewhat so for those who don't know um johnny depp is a famous actor if you haven't seen pirates of the caribbean i don't know what your problem is um he's in court over a defamation suit because his ex-wife Amber Heard uh, accused him of domestic violence you know tarnished his image he got dropped by Disney just like the past like two three years if not longer she's been dragging his name through the mud saying he hit me he did this he's abusive come to find out none of this shit is true none of it is true and there's a recording of Miss Amber Heard talking to Johnny Depp saying, you think anyone's going to believe that you are a uh, victim of domestic violence? You're a man. Nobody's going to believe you. Like, like taunting him. And now she's losing her court case. Okay. And everybody else looks stupid. Oh, her, fam, her lawyer is a fucking bozo. I don't know how he And got Disney it. is a bozo. Why are you going to do that? I understand because oh just in case you aren't you supposed to be innocent until proven guilty? Yeah, but and you a major company. But yet I'm not even gonna get started. All the other monsters who've gotten away with mad shit yes. mad long. Yes. And this is over a spat. Yes. You got people fucking human trafficking mm-hmm. and shit, and this guy over a spat is getting fired from his job before he even gets a chance. And come Man, he looked like a winner now because he could sue everybody. He is suing everybody. Good. But it came to find out like she actually abused him bing bong and now everybody's listening 
because she's fucking started this shit. Yeah, if it was all the way around, yeah, if nobody would have given a fuck, yeah. right? No. So, and I think this is um, shout out to Johnny Depp for this because I feel like this is a good um, this is a good example of like defending yourself, even though like, cause you know we, we're men, right? Now this is not taken away from any woman because women do suffer from domestic violence and suffer from abuse all types of shit that I can I'm a man so I can't even possibly fathom it but men do get abused men do get sexually assaulted and a lot of times we are pushed to not say anything because we're men and it's like tough up motherfucker deal with it so I think this is good for Johnny Depp to be defending his name. What you mean you got raped because some chick just sucked on your dick? What are you talking about? But I'm, but, and, and, yo, how you, what? Fam, do you want to have this conversation? Because that's how it is. They come at you, right? Do, do you want to have this conversation? Because we could really have this conversation. Bing bong. Fam. Men are so fucking programmed to not talk about all the foul shit we went through because it's some sick rite of passage you know how many men i know who be like yeah you know what i'm saying i lost my virginity at nine like excuse me you didn't lose your virginity you were raped like no 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 i'm good you know what i'm saying she was older you know what i mean that's how i got my stuff that's not okay or you or a man gets you know abused by a woman and he's like oh man you know i'm good i'm gonna shake it off like no that's not okay there are some stories out there there are stories out there many but we are we're not meant to talk about it we're not meant to talk about it so i really feel like this is good this is good for the public to see johnny depp like nah this happened to me like she abused me she this down the third without any type of without caring about Someone saying, oh, you a bitch. How you gonna let a woman hit you or some shit like that? At the same time, you know, I just think that it's mad funny. Conspiracy hat. Um, how you can have no footage whatsoever of Epstein or Harvey or any of these guys. But you could be all up in there for mm -hmm. the dumb shit. Yeah. And that's, that's a misstep on their part. Like, they even asked Johnny Depp about that in a court case. They was like, yo, would you ever go back to Disney? He was like, absolutely not. Because yeah, they better give me my time. Yeah, because in the midst of all of this, without any evidence, just because she said it, y'all dropped me. Told me I can't do another Caribbean movie ever again. I can't be a part of the company in any form or fashion mm. because she just said something. Yeah. She didn't have any proof. Or anything, but but just but just because she just said something, I lose I my livelihood is now destroyed. Like people won't work with Johnny Depp, and Johnny Depp is a fantastic fucking actor. It's good at what he does, yeah. And just because she said something, my whole life is wrong. And I think it's important for men to see that and be like, yo, if you are in a situation like this, it's okay for you to say something. Fuck all that, you. To your point earlier about pride Fuck all that pride Like fuck if you are In fear of being ridiculed by somebody No if you're being abused Or assaulted or any form of fashion Like 
say something. Like, even though he a fucking clown, I respect Terry Crews for saying, yo, this dude touched me. Because that happens more than people like to admit. Like, men get abused. Men get sexually assaulted. Men get sexually harassed. But again, because we are conditioned not to say anything or to just take that shit on the chin, it's like taboo when a man comes out and says, yo, this person did this to me. Because, you know, we're supposed to be strong and tough and we're all, we're all supposed to be able to take everything. Like, no. That shit has ramifications. You get guys who have been sexually insulted or, or whatever at a young age and now they grow up doing the same thing to women and now the cycle continues so shout out to Johnny Depp for that man Johnny Depp definitely said no kettle cause, <laughs> cause yeah, no kettle like he was not playing he was not playing so shout out to Johnny Depp for that I hope Emma Heard loses all of her livelihood cause her lawyer her lawyer so fucking bad like he was fumbling over his words he objected to himself he asked a witness a question then realized it was stupid and then objected himself and the judge was like you asked a question how are you objecting yourself so her lawyer is fucking horrible so hopefully um this case can um you know reach a conclusion soon but yeah shout out to johnny he's trying to get some money he's like that's johnny depp yeah. yeah, maybe she right. I don't care. Who cares? <laughs> yeah, but still, like you, now, you're backing someone who doesn't know who's who's essentially a liar. And you know that Johnny Depp's pockets are ready they, for the top dog. They deep. You don't think he got the money? He got the money, and he's in the right. And he's and he's so right. So this is easy. So shout out to Johnny Depp. I'm super happy that he is. Um, At one point, they said that he was talking too long. That he wasted the court's time telling a his side of the account mm -hmm. and he was like but you had us waiting 20 minutes for evidence yeah and and this is like when if, if it was a woman y'all to let her go for half an hour but because i'm a man now I'm i gotta too much i'm talking too much so it's like it's little shit like that that like you know fam like if we're gonna talk about equality man we gotta we gotta keep it keep all it, the way all the way across the board funky. All the way funky. Funky fresh. So, <laughs> it's not gonna it's not always gonna smell good. Yeah. But you'll feel good afterwards. Absolutely. It's called growth. It's called growth. So I'm I'm like I said, I'm very happy Johnny Depp was just like, nah, fuck that. I'm not taking this without a fight. So shout out to him for that. Um Music. Let's get into some goddamn music. Uh so a lot of dope shit came out. Uh, first and foremost, a project that I skipped over from last year. It's an artist from Jersey. He's from Montclair by the name of Topaz Jones. He has a project called Don't Go Telling Your Mama. Super dope. Rapping his ass off. And, you know, I'm, I'm very, um, I support all Jersey artists. So shout out to him. Yeah. Um, more Jersey artists. Ransom has a new project out called No Rest for the Wicked. Mm. My boy Mayor produced that. Hard. Mm -hmm. Hard. He told he said on one track, you talk about my dark nights, I Heath Ledger, your son. Yeah, he got bars, man. Yeah. I'm a listener. Ransom was wowing on this project. Oh. 
wilding on this project. Also, um, Future. You know, the Toxic King is back. He dropped a project called I Never Liked You. So if you really want to get in your toxicity, it's this is a dope project. This is a very dope project. Um got a few features on here. He got one with uh Drake and Teams called Wait for You that I really, really like. But yeah, future is doing future, man. Like shout out to future. Also, um on the R and B side. Kehlani has a very groovy uh, project called Blue Water Road. So shout out to Kehlani. Kehlani has, I like this project a lot. Also a new, um, last year, uh, R&B artist by the name of Amal. It's A-M-A-A-L. She has a project called Millie. Very groovy. Mm. Um... Action Bronson put out yeah, a new project. Yeah, uh, Cocodrilo Turbo. Yes, yes. I was listening to a little bit of that today. I like that too. Shout out to Action Bronson. That was dope. Um, all in, all in the alternative bag. I'm going to send you this. It's a group called Let's Eat Grandma. Okay. Poor Grandma. It's, uh, it's two women, but the group is called Let's Eat Grandma. Their project is called Two Ribbons. It's alternative, but it's super dope. Mm. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, let me send this to you now. But it's, it's super duper dope. Um, I think you'll like it. I really think you'll like it. Cool. So if you want some alternative music, go check out uh, Let's Eat Grandma. Mm. And uh, more alternative, Tori and Mao dropped a project called Mahal. Super groovy as well. You know, I like groovy shit. And a very, um, an electronic album that I stumbled onto from 2015. Mm. is a group, the group is called Flight Facilities. You've been throwbacking. I've been throwbacking. Because you know what happened with this project in particular? I was on my IG scroll, mm. or I was on the reels. And I heard, okay, let me just play this song. Let me just play this song. Because this, let me, this is what caught me. I just want you to hit a drop. No, fuck with it. So I heard this and I was like, nah, I need the I need the album. I need the right. whole album. So That's I just good. I did some digging. I found that the project is called Down to Earth. The artist's name is Flight Facilities. They're an electronic group. Cool. That project is from 2015. Oh, that's cool. So shout out to them. But um, yeah, man, I think that's it. Um, shout out to City Council for approving the um mental health professional. That's good. I guess shout out to Elon Musk. I guess until we figure out what's what. Mm. And uh, yeah, man, that's it. Follow the show on everything. 
Instagram for the stress underscore podcast. You can follow me on Twitter at twitter.com slash 4KJ. You can follow Frankie on IG at Frankie Metals. You can follow A Celestial Goddess on IG for holistic healing. You can follow at Drink Flyers on IG for all of your herbal needs. You can follow at So What Game CO for your hip hop debate needs. You can follow the dojo on IG at the dojo JC. Make sure y'all go to the website for the stress podcast.com. Show y'all like, rate, review, subscribe. Tell a friend to tell a motherfucking friend. And um real quick. Huh? Cause it's the end of the music segment. I wanted to sprinkle some Sasson right at the end. Yeah, of let it. me get some Sasson. Have you heard the unreleased track with Jack Harlow and Drake? I'm not even kidding. Same was that Sadie run the game when they not even in it. To be honest, y'all find it.
financial situation is my biggest motivation And how you should take that statement is based on what you're making Whips and chains like the dominatrix If I see how wet in your faces Daytonas with the green faces Kentucky Derby races My presence in the spot is so abrasive Box at the Churchill Downs as motivation Yeah Shorty like you know that boy Jack is going places I know Well, damn. Well, damn. Don't. Nice try, though. Yeah, nice try. Nice try. He and said, I bet you that that's a feature he asked for that he didn't want to ask for. No, it's still good. Yeah, so that was fire. Shout out to Drake for that. But, um, yeah, man. Unreleased verses for the stress. <laughs> that was fire, man. All right. That was fire. Turn the shit off now. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah.